Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Fun junk. The fun junk. <laughs> Here we go. It's How We Sees It, episode 203. We're getting ready to get into the fall of House Usher. Uh, a mic... F- was that right? It sounded like you missed some 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 prepositions. and <laughs> The fall of the... Oh, I didn't say the. It's did. important. It is, apparently, <laughs> yes. The fall of the House of Usher. Okay. <laughs> My God, Monopoly! Uh, I didn't say anything out loud. It was you had to pause as you saw the expression on my face. No. It did sound I, weird. I would agree. Okay, I was like, I felt like you said it backwards or something. Like the house, house of, of the Usher fall of that Usher. falls. I don't know. <laughs> They're all falling. Anyways, it's a Mike Flanagan. Uh, it's the 2023 Mike Flanagan Netflix release. He's done this now for the last uh, five years, and we've covered all of them. We started with House of uh, Hunt. Haunting of Hill House. Haunting of Hill yeah. House. I want to make sure I get all the, the words in there. And all the prepositions. Uh, then that Bly Manor yeah. one. Uh, there was that Midnight thing. And then... Midnight Mass. <laughs> yeah. Midnight, Midnight Mass. Mass. And then uh, Nightmare. Uh, Night, Midnight, Midnight Club. Club. Midnight Club. Yeah. yeah. So this is the new the newest one. And um, this is also his last one on Netflix because he's kind of abandoned Netflix. He's going, he's to, going Amazon. to Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I wonder how that I wonder how that'll affect it. I think Amazon sometimes has a little bit bigger budgets. Well, it might be a whole different. I mean, I, I hear he might go into the Dark Tower series. That's because oh, he's got the no television way. rights for Dark Tower, and uh, and there's a lot of hope that he's kind of because he's done a lot of Stephen King stuff, and that he might be the the oh. best person because that's such an abstract story. Like, did they try uh, a series not too long they, ago? They they did a movie, and it was com- it was it it's. It's it's hard to you know if you've read the books. It, I think it, I tried. It's really to hard to adapt. I know you always talked about it, so I believe I tried to. I mean, probably audio book. I don't think I would have. It's a deep uh, story. Yeah, and I think I got lost. Yeah, which isn't hard to do. I mean, but Mike Flanagan has proved he's he's effective at Stephen King adaptations. Okay, yeah, so Gerald's agree. Game. Yeah, which they, did you see the yeah, little thing? The little plug, yes, yeah. I was like, that's yeah. awesome. Nice. So we've watched episodes one through seven, and when I talk about we, that's me, your main host, and with me is always my main man, Steve. Say hi, Steve. Hi, everyone. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. No fuck yous. No, no fuck uh, yous. No, that was last. That was last week. Uh, yeah, I do have. Well, they did have some good. Uh, there was some. I, uh, yeah, I should have come up with a Gucci Caligula line because that was one of my my favorite insults in uh, in this yeah. one when they were referring to what was it Prospero the 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 young the bastard yeah the, the young uh, yeah when he was not picking up on uh, when he was sitting down with uh, oh when yeah when he came in for the business meeting Henry Thomas's character comes and yeah. calls him a Gucci Caligula which I thought was hilarious that is hilarious but, it is a pretty uh, good one yeah. uh, also with us is Alicia hello and uh, we are are going to continue our our Spooky month. This is this. We got one more after this, and I don't even know. Did we ever decide? Uh huh. Oh, you did. One. Okay, yeah. good. Uh, but this one we've watched episodes one through seven, um, and we're gonna right after this we're gonna go watch the the eighth episode, and we're gonna come back and then get fully deep into it. But before we do that, we have to get drunk. So to do that, we have to talk <laughs> about our cocktails that we we like we do on every episode. We uh, we pair or make a cocktail or find a beer that directly relates to the the movie or show. 
So I will let you guys go first. Okay. <laughs> so uh, my beer today is the from the Three Disciples Brewing, oh, nice. and it's called Third Eye Raven. I had a hard time finding something. I really wanted something oh, with a like a heart. Um, oh, the- I didn't because it's a it's a single origin Nicaraguan dark chocolate nutty porter salted caramel coffee porter. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. So I'm um, not my usual go to kind of that beer. That sounds pretty good though. But I'm gonna give it a shot. I have a backup beer in case I really yeah. don't like it. Um, <laughs> I've always liked Three yeah. Disciples. They're one of my favorites. Uh, I know when we did our big. Uh, beer tasting uh, mm. their brew morpheus was literally I, I mean i could drink that all day every, nice. well i mean i would probably die because i <laughs> it's a big beer that. and if i drank that much but you know it, it was always my favorites it's, they have one of my favorite beers out there so uh yeah that's kind of cool yeah and that that's very fitting to this yes. the raven for the sure raven. Mm-hmm. nice all right steve what's what do you got going um i want one of my favorite uh, Edgar, or one of the one, one of my Edgar Allan Poe tales from my past that I remember so well is uh, Cask of Amontillado. Uh, it was something I think I, it was my one of my first dates with my wife. I took her to a park and and I uh, read her this yes. short story. Um, yeah, I w- sounds a little creepy, but I think I, <laughs> I think I just wanted her to know who I was, and, and I and I owned it. I thought it was I think I think it was a success, successful it date. Yeah. <laughs> but but it, you're looking back on it, it is kind of weird that I read her some some kind of crazy horror story. But anyway, yes. Cask of Amontillado is um, not not mentioned in this, but they certainly he he has a lot of stories that kind of share similar themes, and that's one where. Um, they actually have a character named Fortunato that ends up being chained and uh, underground, and he ha- and he gets bricked in. It's it's a it's a whole murder, uh, mm. and he's telling the tale about how, uh, and it's actually kind of a little bit of a mystery too, because it's uh, you're trying to find out why he why he wants to murder this guy. Uh, but anyway, it's a short story, Cask of Amontillado. I so I reached out, I went out and I found some Amontillado sherry, and I said I need a cocktail that is Amontillado based. And I found a cocktail. I thought it was perfect because um, it's called the Fortunato, which is the name. <laughs> it's the name of who is who is uh, bricked in in Cask of Amontillado's short story. But they also use that name for the, the big company. business. The company. Co- yeah, yeah, the company. So it's called the Fort- Fortunato. Um, the actual uh, cocktail I found called for um, uh, rye whiskey as its main base spirit. But I went with a cognac just because they're drinking that. I don't oh, know that right, million right. dollar brandy yeah. <laughs> that uh, that I had to kind of tap into, so I replaced the uh, the rye whiskey with uh, with brandy, so I'm, which is a Remy Martin cognac Vsop. Yeah, it's only it's only a very special. Local. So what you got to do is you got to put the price tag on that and just throw a couple extra zeros. Mm-hmm. On right, the back. <laughs> right. This is all I could afford, unfortunately. But it's a and one and a half. Dazzle the bottle. Oh, that's right. The bottle was very fancy. Yeah, it was like. 14 karat gold with yeah. like all the diamonds. I'm yeah. like, Jesus. No big deal. So it's one and a half ounces of, of the brandy, um, uh, three quarter ounces of Campari, and then one and a quarter ounces of Amontillado sherry, half ounce of dry vermouth. And it's nice. Um, Amontillado is a different type of flavor. I, I, I don't drink it very often. I'm not even much of a sherry drinker. So I, I had a little bit earlier, just straight. And it's interesting. I think a nose really turned me on, but the taste was a little startling but it's really nice in the drink i i went the the actual ingredients called for more campari i backed off on the campari i added a little bit more sherry so that's 
the 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 ratios that's how you that make I just, you. Well, yeah the ratios <laughs> I I mentioned are the ones that I put in this drink and it's good I think it, I think it works better this way nice nice so. awesome well I went with one that was based out of uh, episode two because it was one that I I just well there's other reasons I loved it um, a lot of chowder buckets in there and you know the, I think it's the only episodes with nudity <laughs> so. Um, that's, right up, right up, nose out. Yeah, uh, and that's why I rewatched it again today. Um, yeah, but just it also something about the kill in this one to me is like so much better than the others. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I made what's called an acid drop, and uh, it basically just because they drop acid on people, thinking it's thinking it's going to be you know rainwater or whatever, and start off this orgy instead it just ended up in a pool of people which uh, was super cool yeah but, but the wrong kind of pool melted of people. people oh my yeah. gosh yeah um so it, it called for equal parts uh tequila peppermint schnapps lemon juice and lime juice uh the original recipe had it at one ounce each i went one and a half ounce each on this and i was like i was not so sure exactly but it is actually pretty tasty i would probably pull back the lemon and lime juice a little bit if I was going to keep the, the tequila and peppermint schnapps at one and a half ounce, I'd probably go with one ounce of those. Uh, maybe even a two ounce tequila, one ounce peppermint schnapps. It just tastes like a lemon, kind of like a like a heavy lemonade with this peppermint <laughs> surprise at the end. Yeah. It, it's but it's it's not it's like kind of like that that taste you get when you spit out your gum after yeah. you know after you chew some peppermint gum. Yeah, it kind of has that lingering peppermint to it. Yeah. Or, or a little bit of toothpaste. <laughs> yes. I had a sip of it, and it, yeah, very strong lemon flavor, and then all of a sudden the peppermint sneaks up on you. Yeah, but it's end. not bad. It's not a bad no. peppermint either. No. I don't know. You describe things about spitting out your gum and toothpaste. <laughs> I'm not sure if... Mm. Uh... Those don't just scream <laughs> great cocktail to you? Yummy. I was trying to describe the, the, the lingering peppermint in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just an essence of peppermint. It's kind of like it wafts by and says, hi. <laughs> That's a, that's a better description. It's like you're eating a lemon and peppermint walks by and goes, hello. <laughs> um, Hi. But yeah, that to me, that, that that was what got me into this this set of... The number two? Number two. I was like, if they're all like this, holy hell, it just knocked it out the park. Because it was interesting. I enjoyed all the way through it. And I liked what they did with kind of what we'll call the murder scene, essentially. I thought it was really well done. And it kind of... It gives you an idea what's going on, but never really like. It's always like, "Hey, we might be doing this, but maybe we're not." Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? I was I was really intrigued by the titles because most of, most right. of the titles are well, they're all based on they're all on story. Well, I think the first one is a quote from the the Raven, the Raven. but uh, but other than that, they're all short stories. And and so like with this, the Mask of the Red Death. I mean, you, if you know the story you can kind of see similarities. And so I started like mm-hmm. pr- trying to pr- predict what would happen. Like, well, especially oh, okay. like episode seven, what I, that one was the one that really got me pit in the pendulum. What, what's going to happen? Um, I loved it. How are they going to integrate, integrate that story into this? And so that, and I knew uh, nothing of I any of these great. stories. I, I know that, <laughs> I mean, literally the only thing I know is the Raven is one of his poems and that's literally about as much as I know. Um, so I go into this with no knowledge of what they're doing, uh, one of but my, I'm still intrigued. With right. It. Murder, murder in the room morgue, I think is the one that I had the most, um, I was most in touch with cause I read, I think all of, of Dupont, Dupin, Dupin, the, the, the detective, Dupin. Yeah. Uh, August. Oh, okay. So he was, 
Edgar Allan Poe wrote this detective series before yeah. detective even meant anything. Well, yeah, they say this it was before... predates Sherlock Holmes. Exactly. Yes. But uh, yeah, these these short stories kind of paved the way for Arthur Conan Doyle to to write Sherlock Holmes. He and the first he one totally that uh, yeah, it was it was murder. Murder in the Rue Morgue, I think, was the first That's, one. I think the most yes. famous one is the Purloined Letter, but uh, but Murder in the Rue Morgue is about a monkey that is, or a big ape, or, you know, gorilla yes, that escapes. Yes, an orangutan. Is it orangutan? Thank you. I went through a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you grabbing the right one. Yeah. Um, but uh, but it, it's all about how to solve, you know, how to how to solve a. Okay. Well, oh yeah. gosh, well, you're it, big so, on this too because you do crime so scenes. So that <laughs> that specific story—that's the story that I realized. Oh, these are all based off of his short stories mm-hmm. because I didn't recognize the Mask of the Red Death. Um, obviously, the Raven, right? But I was just at that point. I was just like, oh, I just think that's just the ending name. I wasn't really right. sure. But that one, I was like, oh, I know this name. And uh-huh. then I went and looked up all the other names, and I was like, are these all short stories? And then it all dawned on me. But so that story. Basically, uh, I would totally, if you're not familiar with Edgar and Poe, very Sherlock Holmes. It's basically these two, a mom and daughter that get murdered in a locked room with the windows are nailed from the inside. And Mm -hmm. how did it happen? And he walks in and he's basically like, oh, well, don't you notice this and this and this. And and he solves it. Very Sherlock Holmesy. It's very Sherlock Holmesy if you're not familiar with the Poe original. So um, once I saw that, I was like, because that's one of the only stories I remember reading as a kid of Edgar Allan Poe. And so I was like, where's the chimp? Like, where's the orangutan? Like, yeah. how's this going to happen? And then I was like, oh, my God, they're totally yeah. going to get it in the end. Yeah. But Which I loved. And, and they even, you know, you mentioned you mentioned how he solved solved the crime. Um, they they kind of draw that out when uh, Dupont is in the in the kitchen and he's talking to the family when they're you know when they were younger and he's basically he figures out everything about oh you were up all night because of this and he's, you have the two you have the glasses cups. there the two coffee cups mm-hmm. it's very very similar to how Edgar Allan Poe oh. would have written this character because it's that's yeah. that's I didn't it's even like think de- of it. it's almost like deductive reasoning yeah absolutely you know? I was wondering when you eliminate all the things that yes. could that can't it's, be whatever's it's left very is must analytical. be what it is yeah okay. But I, I never even thought of the the detective as being part he is, of anything. Oh, he other is than totally like, his name. part of the yeah. story. August August du, du Remember, Pong, I du know Pen. nothing. I don't know. Du, I was and I know nothing about Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> almost, yeah. yeah. Almost all of it. So like I found out the names. Roderick and Madeline are from the yes. Raven. Um, Lenore is one of his famous poems and also from the raven the raven right which um, begs the question how is she gonna i know I mean, like what's gonna happen Lenore's eight. the granddaughter yes and these are the questions now that we're yeah. kind of faced with with this last episode well, that's who's behind the brick wall <laughs> you know well, that, okay okay is this our prediction time? <laughs> yeah yeah okay. let's get into it well yeah um you 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 started talking about the person buried behind the brick wall and all that and you know they kind of showed that and i'm like oh that's even it's even more adding to it and the name of the the company and stuff like that i'm like oh so i think and this is this is not knowing anything about the stories i'm just going off of what they give me Mm -hmm. as a as a a mundane looking at this apparently um the the woman that they see and everything like that Mm -hmm. is the devil and they made a deal with the devil somehow. I think that's and fair. Think, or death. I mean, I think devil. Yeah. And I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's usually the story. You make a deal with the devil for Some whatever. Some sort of evil presence. Right. Verna, which is an anagram for Raven. And. Oh, oh I didn't even catch that, <laughs> smarty pants. I think, I think they buried 
the old boss behind the wall. The, the, wall. the Rufus. Oh, Rufus. Oh, Rufus Griswold. Griswold. You know, Rufus Griswold was an actual, um, like, foe of Edgar Allan Poe. That's where that no, name came from. Yeah, not. yeah. So the, he, that's not someone that's actually from one of his he stories. Was such an asshole. Yeah, but it's either him. There's also the question about Annabelle. Yeah, I, my guess the is mom. that it's that's, Annabelle. That's the mom. Yeah, the kid. That's mom. right because she comes back. No, 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 no. The 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 kid's mom. Yeah. Not 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 the one at the beginning that gets oh, uh, oh, that they bury. Uh, right. The, the wife of the of of Roderick. Roderick. Yes, yes. Roderick's first wife. Yeah, maybe. The oh, that head. they buried her back there. Well, my thought was that they mm. buried her because where did she go? And you figure <laughs> at some point this is happening late seventies, early eighties, right? Because that's when they have like that mm-hmm. Happy New Year party. With right, her. and she's oh, nowhere. And to she's be nowhere to be found. Right? And I was like, back in that day, like children typically went with the mom. They're not going with the dad. So how the hell did he get the kids? So I kept thinking. Where is she? That's a good point. She's behind the wall, is my guess. That's possible. And yeah, that's why he's more attached to it than than the sister. But it's oh. it, yeah, it could Rufus could be the is another possibility. Yeah. But uh, or maybe they're both back there. Ooh. <laughs> well, I mean, that, the black cat that was about wasn't that uh, <laughs> hammer they, smash. That was another story yes. that that he wrote where where uh, the. What was it? He kills his wife. Right, and, and, and bricks the, her in. Yes, bricks her in. Well, he doesn't, he plasters her in. It's okay, not plaster. brick. Okay. Because I was like, oh, interesting difference. Yeah, cask of Amontillado. That's bricking. Yeah. yeah. That's bricked in. And so, but this one is bricked. Right, but it's the cat that ends up getting inadvertently plastered in, and that's what gives or away. That's was what, it inadvertently, or well, that, was yes. it the cat's well, yeah. master plan? Right? That's where, that's where they finally reveal that, that, that. She was she, she was murdered. Yeah. The, the cat kind of gives I was it kind away. Of wor- but. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that more each yeah. each murder scene and stuff like that. Because <laughs> that was one of those ones I was like, I don't know where the psychological got it. Like, there's some other stuff going on with it. Um, so oh, yeah, yeah, I think that Edgar Allan Poe's all psychological. Oh my oh, god, yeah. everything. Well, under- in the Black Cat, he like totally the main character in the book or sh- short story kills his cat like yeah. mutilates his cat like stabs its eye out and uh-huh. then hangs it from a tree yep. and then another cat comes back that looks like it but a little different like <laughs> sure, sure okay sure. so that's that's the story of this one yes mm-hmm. so he, like he went and got a new cat <laughs> i saw something on reddit where it was like whatever happened to the first cat like wh- can you at least tell us what the hell happened it came back at the very end it had its little collar on it yeah but it got killed like what? People want to know I why. I think that that was a figment of his imagination. Oh. I feel like it was Verna doing that, oh. making him think these things. Mm-hmm. Because remember, like after he died, remember all those little animals that the new cat had brought and were in the bathtub? They, they were gone. Yeah, and, and every time he pulls one out, like from behind his under his pillow, his uh, his. Boyfriend is not doesn't, doesn't see, see it, it. Got doesn't it. see it. There's no okay. Yeah. 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 All right, maybe yeah. I didn't think about that either. Um, <laughs> whew, okay, so yeah. that's really uh, the biggest question. Now, what's behind the brick wall? Right. <laughs> and what kind of well, what kind of deal did they make with this? Death? Yeah. But there's also one other. And Lenore, because Lenore is so featured in the Raven poem. Yeah, the Lo- Lenore is and the she's dead. Trying to keep is, the, is the dead lover that that he's. You know, he sees the rape. This is just that the the short okay. poem from Edgar Allan Poe. So well, I also want the sister. Yeah. In the in the later episodes, when she's talking to um, mm-hmm. Verna, Verna, she's like, "You don't know who I am," and she's like, got some kind of more than like she's not 
I don't want to say supernatural, but she's not normal either. Like, yeah. she grabs her neck and oh snaps it. They're like, wait, wait, wait. Do we got two well, entities? Kinda? Well, that's that's where yeah. you... That, that, Interesting that, take. That, there's the question of maybe that is the deal they made is like she's going to become... She's going to become... She, but she says, you don't know who you're uh, messing with. Or but if, if she had made her, she would have known. That's why I was saying it was, there's something there's something going on in that. Well, too. and I thought it was weird in... I'm pretty sure it was the final, the seventh episode, where Madeline has Roderick take the pills. And she says, you know the deal is. We yeah. both come into this world. We both leave this world. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, if that's the case, then why are you killing him off? Like, why wouldn't you both be taking the pills? So that was confusing to me. There's some weird stuff. With so her yeah, too. maybe she. Oh, is... Wait a second. Does she? She interacts with other people, doesn't she? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because she interacts I, with. I was just <laughs> trying to think of maybe they pull a sixth sense and suddenly Bruce Willis oh. is. You know, there's a character yes. that's been there. Well, at least Arthur. Okay. Talks no, they. Like yeah. Well, okay. in the in the um, and she yeah. interacts with the the lieutenant yeah. and all the kids uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. the, and the wife. Yes. All right. <laughs> we'll talk about cast when we come back. Yeah. Good. All right. So well, I think I think we've hit our, <laughs> our predictions. I think unless there's anything else you guys like. I mean. Are we assuming that Madeline is dead in the basement? Of the, well, see, that's the thing. Um, also, <sighs> for last yeah. the last episode, oh, that's just Madeline in the basement. So going back to the actual fall of the House of Usher, where it's um, Roderick and Madeline, uh, excuse me, the the brother, right. the, the sister dies, right. and he buries her Yes, with a witness, right? There's a friend in the house with him. Because they don't want her to be embalmed or something like that. It's, or, yeah, it's like it's going to take a while or something, sort yeah. of weird thing. And so they put her in this coffin, and then they put her behind this like iron door, and then um, like a week passes... And she comes back. And so that's like the ending. She's got rosy cheeks. Yeah, I remember the rosy um, cheeks. Yeah, it was like super... Yeah, when, they, when they're when they burying her, right. it's like, oh, how how odd that she has rosy cheeks and yeah. it looks like she is smiling. Yeah. Um, even in death, right? So does he think that Madeline is dead in the basement and now she's making these noises? Yeah. Because, they, because the characters in the book are hearing these noises. And, and, all, and, and again, Edgar Allan Poe, these are short stories, so they're not like three-act stories. They're always just kind of like one act. Mm-hmm. So, you, so you're kind of left... At, mm-hmm. You know, like you're saying, when 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 well, uh, Madeline comes first, back, that's kind of how it ends. The first or when episode, they... right? The mom was buried. Apparently, there was a story where someone was prematurely yeah, well, buried. And a lot of time, it these aren't exact duplicates of the short yeah. stories. They're they're they they're drawing from different things. Yes. So I mean, they did that with the mom. They buried the mom. Um, that's and, why I don't know if they she would ended up coming back. You huh? know what I mean? I don't know if they would do that same. Oh, we buried someone again, and they came back. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Don't tread yeah. the same property twice. So yeah. maybe not that, but who knows? Yeah, mm-hmm. true. I forgot mm-hmm. about the mom. I think I think because he says that he's going to get him on multiple murders that he ended up killing her, mm. and then that's so her. What's the noise? He, yeah, that's he her did. as a ghost. They're all coming back as ghosts to him. Wait, he ended up killing Annabelle or Madeline, the Madeline. sister, the sister, but the sisters they're... supposedly down in the basement, just making weird noises. Madeline, because right. remember the, the, right. the end out. of seven. <laughs> Shows right. her just sitting in the the that house with the fire going by herself, where yeah. she was talking to Verna. But, where where but are we in the timeline? With why, the, I don't with remember the, that. It's the very end of seven, because like the whole thing happens between her and Verna, where they're having their discussion. But power. then she goes and kills Roderick, and then no, but the very ending. I think she did that before they were having their talk. 
I think because there's some tiny whiny shifting. Well, you're right. The We're... very at the very end of the episode, it shows her sitting in the chairs that the boys are talking mm-hmm. in with By the fire herself. going. She's sitting where the detective is, and nobody's in the other chair, and that's where she was having that discussion with. Mm. So I think maybe he shows up, sees her there, doesn't see her there. He's the one that with the mental issue, you know, the mm-hmm. the psycho whatever's going yeah, on. Yeah, whatever the weird. Term and he ends is. up killing Actress, her. Just hate. I don't know something. Yeah. Maybe that's what I... I mean, it's it's a straw I'm grasping at, so... I'm very curious. I mean, well, we know from the end of Midnight Club that there were no answers given to us. So maybe we won't even know. <laughs> I don't think he'll do that. I think he I thought he was going to... No, I'm I, gonna be, be I really think this upset. will be... I think this will have... Well, I mean, <laughs> although a lot of Edgar Allan Poe's stories themselves just kind of end ambiguously. So it's possible. Yeah. Oh. This doesn't Way seem to be playing that out that way. This seems... <laughs> Yeah, this, this seems like it's trying to wrap things yeah. up because we still have Luke Skywalker and we still have the the I young the young that. trophy I'm so wife. Glad you called yes. him that too. <laughs> we'll get to the cast. We'll all, right, all right, all right, we'll be back in two and two. <laughs> she wasn't hot. I'm just saying. Yeah, you did. I didn't. No, I didn't say she wasn't hot. I just said I didn't think a twenty-year-old would be that into her. Well, well, we the twenty-year-old was also trying to fuck his sister-in-law. So, but that who was, was all, also that was about power. Who was also forty-something. But that was so, about how that was all about getting after his brother. The brother. So, anyways, we're back. We just watched the final. Episode. <laughs> We've been recording all that. Yeah. Okay, that um, was recording. <laughs> not all of it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that uh, it's at about an hour and twenty minutes long. It is. It, it does answer a lot of stuff, which is nice because some of his stuff has not always answered everything, and, and it doesn't. It does tie up really well. Yeah. In 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 the long run, and, and especially if you know the stories, I think. I think most of his stuff does tie up well, except for the last one, the midnight. Yeah, midnight. But that was also supposed club, to have a right. second season, right. and yeah. that was also a hodgepodge of mini stories. Yeah. Which I think we talked about before that we, did really well, like like um, some hit well, some did not. But yeah. overall, it was yeah. all just this is an episode we're going to talk about. Yeah, this that was story. a goosebumps, yeah. you know. Yes. Kind of, good you know. call, goosebumps. Yeah. That's a very good way to describe. <laughs> no, yeah. it is. It, it's literally like, hey, I'm going to pick up this book and read it today, yeah. and yeah. it's this story. Um, yeah, this was this really, and I, I mean, we were kind of right in a way that she was the deal with the devil. Sure. Mm-hmm. There was definitely a deal. We never got what she was. Although they did reference the the stories with um, Pym and his aunt. Oh, or like the transatlantic or whatever so, it was. So for our, Transcontinental. Listen, for our listeners, can we just say that we're going to get into spoilers Everyone has the opportunity to watch this on Netflix because all the episodes are available. Yes, they, yes. Check it out. We're going to get into it. Yeah, this we're is talking my, about all of it. I, I, we spoil everything from get-go. So I, know, I, I know, I know, but I... If, okay. if people listen Just to people it, have yeah. the opportunity I to see it. I want to start with the cast. Yeah. Okay. Let's okay. get into Mark it. Mark Hamill. Super random. Great. I loved his deep voice, like random. And I'm yeah. like, where is that coming from? And it was I love random. It. Well, it didn't stick all the time. It, the, the, the ending, I felt like it kind of went out. Yeah. And so I was like, hmm, where's your gruff voice? Like, well, it was so weird. He's known for his vocal acting, you know, with the Joker. Yeah. He's, he's a Animated he's, Batman series. Yeah. So he's not just Luke okay. Skywalker. So he does have... Different followers. It's, it's weird. Right. But he did use the force at the end there. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Oh, and he took but, out Verna for well. You th- think thought yeah. he did. That wasn't really the force, though. That was no, that was literally I mean, someone that, that just was... stuck to his guns, like where he he knew who he was. Well, oh, no, that's no, a side that's, story. That, that, that's a different oh, thing. That I agree. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, but oh, but, I see when he stuck her with the needle. Yeah. But I love <laughs> the fact that Mike Flanagan 
loves his actors, right? right. He oh, he God. meets an actor and he brings them back time after can, time. Can I say that I, on our last podcast, I mentioned that this series reminded me of Horace American Horror Story meets Succession. Yes. Have you watched Succession? I have not. Okay, well, I did watch American Horror Story. Okay, some of but them. But American Horror Story does that, where it's just every every season they're reusing the they same cast yes. as, as different characters. And yes, I think that's, that is very... I, but Succession is all about, you know, it's this big uh, Rupert Murdoch-style family dynamics. Mm-hmm. And here you kind of have that in play, too. Yes. So I, I think it's a... I think it's a fair uh, uh, assessment of this of this series, but uh, yes. but yeah, to your point about so, you reusing the same thing. because I, I love like a lot of. I mean, his wife Kate Siegel. I think that's how you say her last name. I loved her as Camille with the. She's like that go getter bitch. Just I I agree. I did not hitting. care for her in Midnight Mass. In fact, I think Ryan. We brought it up last in our last episode. The yeah. thing and Ryan was like, "Oh yeah, she was awesome in that." And I just bit my tongue <laughs> because I was upset with her. But she I was thought kind this of quiet in that one. I, I didn't think. I didn't think she was cast right. I think that role was was could have gone to someone else. Was was would have been better played by someone else. This was a good role for her. Yes, yes. It fit, she yeah, hit she fit it. Really uh-huh. well. I think all the the cast was really done well. The one that Tammy or yeah, T- Tamerlane. She's always great. I, something about her. Samantha Sloyan. She's. Odd, but man, I'm always riveted and, by her performances. But she, and she always has <laughs> what what I love. Like you saw it in her last one, uh, her last episode where she's talking to her new stepmom, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Juno. Ruth. Yeah. Where <laughs> yeah, Ruth Cod, and she had like where Juno's like, I always just wanted a family, right? And she has that underlying. There's emotion there, but it's not. But there. it's not there. Like yeah. she cuts it off. Yeah. Like the second that she starts to feel it, she's like. Nope. And she does that like so wonderfully. She played this part so perfectly. Good. So good. I was going to mention Ruth Codd. Yes. Because Which she we was, loved as Anya. Midnight she was Club. so good at that. And I, I found out that she was just a TikTok star. Right. Who actually had lost her leg mm-hmm. and all this. And then and she, she was the one I was like, I don't know about this character in this one. But then when it all plays out in the end, I was like... Holy fuck! She killed it. Yeah, yeah. It it makes it. It's so awkward, right? Like, you're like, why would he be with her? Yeah, he's a like, seventy five year old guy hanging out with. at the end, yeah. it makes more sense, and you're yeah. like, oh, and then she holds her own against him. And you're like, oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you, you kind of you kind of feel for because she, the 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 episode six where she's in the audience. And oh, yeah. and she's, she's like, I agree. Keep going. Like she gets hit with this mic stand. Yeah, you're like, yeah. oh no, they just. I, I was like, they hate her so did much. Did they kill her like that? I, I thought that was going to be the thing. And I love the fact that the very end, she's the one that gets all the money. Yeah, yeah, that's but, so funny. Oh my god, how much ligadone is she taking? Oh my that god, that time when she like pours oh, it all out, two thousand milligrams. <laughs> <laughs> And, and and really that's all that that he saw in her. Yeah. She was his his poster child for yes. his drug of of his success. Look, it's okay, you know, it's yeah. not addictive. His, oh my god, that whole speech where he talks about it not being addictive. Mm. And, he, and then he goes into the side effects. Okay. Yes. And and you, you I mean this is a legitimate opioid crisis we're dealing it's with take in, her 3 in, years in, to get and, off of it. And so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the other um, Okay, so Carla Gugino, Gugino, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. her last name is, she's my hero in this show because she, all the different characters that she gets to play, Verna, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, the, the, the Raven, cast yeah. says Verna the Raven. Yeah. So she, 
he gets to play the the sex prostitute, right, for Tamerlin. The oh, God, heart yeah. whatever transplant the patient, yeah. person. Yeah. Like all of the different people that she gets to play to feed into all of their little stories and like her range was amazing in this. Like she yeah. got to do all of them and I was I just kept wanting to be like yay applaud you she did really good and it it didn't you didn't catch it all until the very end like that's what we were talking about in the very when we came back was is from episode two where that's where we kind of first really see her because she plays Mm -hmm. the the woman in red with the 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 mask mask, which was a throwback to uh mac flanagan's um hush it's a mask straight from the hush movie um but that's what we're saying i was saying is like I get, I, I liked what they were doing, you know, that's where we realized there's something weird and supernatural, because she does the little whisper, and I, and this is where I felt really bad, too, because she whispered to, to the, the, the sister, yeah. or the, the, the sister-in-law, the wife, you should leave, but she doesn't, and she, oh, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Such a great episode, yeah. and, and all, but yeah, I was just like, whoa, okay, what the hell's going on here, yeah. and you know, and then she comes back in and she puts the mask on. Now, this is where, um, when it all got all the way through and I came back, because she all the way through said, you could stop this. She gave most of them a chance to... The children. Yes. Yes. So I think, so in the final episode where Arthur Pym is given that choice, you can go to jail because they're going to find a file on mm-hmm. you, or you can live out the rest of your days in peace and whatever. And he's like, I'm going to take my chances. She gave all of them a choice. And they but all did chose they? no. Well, no, she 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 said there's a Not chance Lenore. to stop it. But she never told them what they were doing wrong. They never, he never. Ah, in Goldbug with Tamerlin, all she said, she said oh, several times. She was, that was the only one you I You just need to stand still. Just be calm. Right. And she wasn't, and she'd be like swinging. Well, she and swinging. also said you could call, you can yeah. get a hold of him. But I, like the first one, all she says, you can turn back now. And, and but you're like, well, what? Turn back? No, what? Stop? What? But but the deal was already done. I think those. That's were all, where is. I think those too. were all just ruses. They 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 were all. She knew that there was no way that the I, per, because, I don't know because mm-hmm. I because disagree. Lenore. What about Lenore? I, I mean, she didn't give Lenore a choice. It was just she like she did not give Lenore. That's a where choice. I think it's really strange, and that's what I was going to ask you guys is like. Did that was that kind of like a play for the the audience? But she really never gave him a chance because she also never explained to the children I think, what they were doing wrong. I think she other just than knew their nature that it was that everything she offered. Be, I mean, she saw the future when she talked to Lenore. She was talking yes. years out and all the things for that what the mom yeah. Did. Well, that was just she was saying, look, your death is gonna mean something later yes. on. But, but all the well, rest. My point is weird. that she can also predict the decisions yeah. everyone's gonna make. So everything she presents, it's just. But why it, did that it's not? A false did, pre, it's a false pretense. She didn't not, predict what Pim would do. No, but Pim wasn't part of the deal. Well, that so was a whole separate. She, oh, that was that a was, separate that was deal. That was a separate deal. So, yeah. but she did say, like with Madeline at one time, she says, "I see who you were, who you are, and who you could have been." Yeah. And with the kids, like with with Freddie Frederick, he, she was yeah, like, "You could have been, been a dentist. You, you should have been a dentist. Yeah. You in been your a other well, life, you, you, you would have been a you dentist. You were a dentist in your other right? life. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And so she knows. Right. If. It's if they so had weird though that she knows the multiverse. She is Doctor well, Strange. I mean, there She's, is. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you're right. You're right in a way. But that's what I was really strange. That was strange to me. Is like she's like, oh, you, you can stop it now. But she never really told him what to stop. 
And that and it hit me again so, when I watched second, with, the second episode. With Camille, again. with the when she goes the security guard, you should go, you should you, leave. You don't have to be here, yeah. right? She gave her a that choice. was a little so more I'm, that was a little more direct. So I'm I'm curious, like because and then okay. so like the mom Annabelle. When she came back, she's like, after being with you for so long, the kids were empty, right? Yeah. They, like, money corrupted them. Yeah. And so, were they so far gone that they are now hell-bent on doing whatever it is that they're doing? Yeah. It was just a weird thing because also, so what was what was that? She didn't really do one for um, the, the Leo, right? The, the yeah, black the cat. cat. Like, that one was another one where she didn't, that one didn't make sense to me because... It was almost like she pushed everything on him. Like he was just, I mean, yeah, he was kind of cheating on his boyfriend or whatever, but he didn't seem like nearly the dick that the rest of them were. He just yeah. didn't like the cat, which fuck, I mean, I get. <laughs> I, I mean, I love cats, but I mean, if you if you have a partner and they have something you don't like, but you put up with it, that's really, like he what, didn't. What are you, did, are you saying that they could have? I mean, you, well, I'm just he, saying he how didn't they, make, Leo didn't make the deal. It was it was no, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Where some of the other ones, like he says, like you could stop, the, like in this epic second yeah. episode with uh, I think um, it was just a tease. Yeah, it, it was just awkward. It was weird, like you know, with with uh, the the daughter, and she said, you know, you you all you got to do is call him and you know tell him. So there was weird, th- and then well, with the final brother, which I wanted to make a word, he reminded me of George McFly from uh, Back to the Future. Yes. <laughs> I could see yes. that. Yes, the way he, he did, like his acting. kind of over arm <laughs> movements, and like, he kind of like the way he kind of gritted voice. his teeth too, like, kind of like, like that. You know, yes, like, you know. McFly. Yes, <laughs> so, I absolutely. Yeah, touch her in her. He know. was my least favorite of all of them, and well, especially I the way loved, I loved. Oh, you know, I, I, I didn't love, but but his outburst to Lenore when he and in that in episode seven. Just really well. That did that. That also that was upsetting. But that gave you a reason up. to hate him more. Yeah, like he was just a kind of a. Well, he, he pulls was, her teeth out. I mean, oh uh, my god, the dude, stuff he yeah. does. He went cuckoo. But he was he was such a he was such a a joke. Yes. <laughs> of a of oh a, for sure. You know, he was the first child. Of, he was you, a puppet, and yeah. he was the biggest joke. He yeah. was the one that was like, if you looked at all of them, he was the one that had the least to offer. The least of I, anything. Well, I thought he, he was played well. I, I, I thought Henry Thomas did a great job yeah. with his character. Yeah. I didn't like the character. No, right, right, right. But I thought he did a great job. But even like when um, I don't remember if it was a, it was the second episode when oh when uh, Henry Thomas calls Prospero the Gucci whatever right he calls <laughs> him the name Caligula, right yeah. so when he pulls him aside right and he's like all you have to say is oh yeah when. We don't know. Like, right, he gives a speech, and yeah. in the background, Arthur Pym is literally saying the, the exact uh-huh. same words. It's just that puppetry, right? Puppet. It's just mm-hmm. like he, was he doesn't have puppet. his own anything. Right. And even in episode seven, Pym was telling him that he he is the, the vote. This is what you have to say. You have to say. You are the puppet you know, vote. Yeah. yeah, it's the puppet vote. Oh, yeah. no, the dad told him that. Was it? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Because he's like, oh, yeah. they haven't contacted you yet. Right. And then well, the they second do, they did, yeah. he's like, I'm the usher ascendant. He he fucked the dad over. He's like, no, I'm taking over now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, he was such <laughs> Not a... Not for long. Oh, my God, such a weird character. But yeah, he, he was the most unlikable of all of them. Um, now, I know, and it's funny, I, I, I'm going to go to the other one that I, I didn't care for, and that was, uh, Vict- what was it? Vict- Victorine. Victorine. She bugged me, and I and it wasn't 
She was in Bly Manor, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. She was like and the she, housekeeper. She was great or in that one. And there was something to, I, I I, I liked, felt an overacting or something. The way she did her facial, I was just like, oh, I don't care. I for felt you. like <laughs> she was always on. She was always like on coke. That's how she always, I feel like, yes, like over hyper. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I, I, I agree that most of these characters were unlikable, <laughs> but I, I enjoyed not liking them. I mean, they, oh, they were. Okay. So, and, and, and she was interesting and I liked seeing her psychological demise, you know, where, where she kind of had this you know, paranoia that kind of overcame her. And I, I thought she expressed that well from, from a, I, I agree with that. She a, had, she had kind of performance, almost the yeah. most where it was like, um, letting the, I have to be, I have to do this right. I have to mm-hmm. get this done. I have to prove this to my father. Like that's, oh, that yeah. was proved. She well, did really good with that. There was just something she did with he her was face. asking her for immortality, you know, it yeah. was, but it was yeah, something it was she hands. did with her face that just bugged me. And it sucked because I liked her in, in yeah. the other movie. I was like, or the other shows. I was like, oh. And it was just something about it. And then I, like the whole her committing suicide, I was kind of like, I didn't understand that as much as some of the others. Where it just, where she killed her, her girlfriend. And I was like, okay, I get that. But then her to commit suicide at the end, I, it was really weird for me. That one didn't hit right. And so I, I, like where the rest kind of all made sense a little bit, that yeah. one just seemed a little bit out there. So Well, and it was done in front of the dad, which was also right. interesting. I don't know if that, I mean, because that one was the telltale heart where right. the character like kills somebody and then it's like, oh, I keep hearing his heart. Well, right? and, and they don't, Here I mean, is. in the end of the story, it's basically revealed, oh, tear up the, the floorboards and there's, there's, there's who, who they've killed. Um, they don't go into any aftermath of that. So right. this kind of follows it up where the guilt drives you to suicide in yeah. a sense. Um, in that's the, where in the I, book she basically, or like the person's I, well like, that, okay, oh, so that Kevin, is you the, caught me. The, other than the Raven, that is the only other one I knew. And I mm-hmm. caught that one from there. Mm-hmm. And it, it was about halfway through it. And I'm like, oh, she keeps hearing the noise. I go, that's mm-hmm. the Telltale Heart. Because it's been played in other movies and mm-hmm. stuff like mm-hmm. that. There's, there's a great one where the kid makes a... A diorama of it and it even has the little beaten heart and that kind of reminded me of it nice but it was one of those is like the the suicide part of it didn't make sense to me as mm. much as some of the others like the death in gold bug i was like oh my god it, it like that was paranoia to the extent right when she she hits the thing and then she jumps Just, and then yeah. lands on the on the blade in slow motion. Yeah. I was like, I did like a slow motion. Oh my god, it's yeah. so bad. Like, and they, they they kind of they tease the deaths in a lot of these too. Like with that one, she shows up as a ghost yes, and she's the got beginning. the cuts all over herself. Yes. And even even they did uh, that in all of them. Um, yeah, because it what was it? Frederick he. The boy, yes, he's, he's holding the half. boy, and he's and sliding he, like half. half of his yes. body falls off, and the guts which did, fall out. Which actually didn't make sense because if you follow the death in there, it never slices all the way through him before the ceiling collapses and falls on him. Well, true, but wow. you would think that we the pendulum would also no, no. Fall. It, sh- it shows the pendulum off uh, to the side, and then the bar. Okay. But you don't know. You don't know okay. how much it sliced in. You see enough slice. Yeah, yeah it just I, shows I, the. I, don't, just shows I think. The I think you're getting nitpicky. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm picking nits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> casting. We're talking about casting. I have a problem with Mike Flanagan's casting choice when it comes to casting um, different generations of the same character. I don't. I I did not feel comfortable with Roderick. The the cat. Uh-huh. I really, Old versus young. I liked both 
actors, I didn't feel that they were the same person. I didn't, and same thing with Haunting of Hill House. Uh, Henry Thomas and uh, I can't remember the actor uh-huh. that was that was older. I thought that was unnecessary. I thought they I thought Henry Thomas probably could have played the older one or something like that. <laughs> I to me he sometimes just so distracts me with his casting choices. The 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 middle um, who's the main Maroderick. I think his name is Zach Guilford. So he played in Midnight Mass as like the lead male. Zach Guilford, right? That's the I'm not, that's the younger one, right? Yeah, and that's Bruce like the middle Greenwood aged. Is the older. Yes, I, I, I would agree. I don't necessarily like him as middle aged Roderick because he seems too nice and like a, he seems like a wet towel. It, it, like they didn't like, fit. They, the two characters didn't jive to me. It seemed like they needed. Well, to. Bruce Greenwood seemed more like a like hard go getter. Yeah. The the middle character was kind of like I, I'm I just gonna do I whatever. Well, remember, I remember, remember one is before the deal and one. I is get after. I get that, but I I felt that there should have been Changes something that brought him better. But together. he was I, still the one that said, "Yeah, go ahead and kill my bloodline." True. You know, true. like I, I don't see that guy. Yeah making that decision yeah. i think casting i mean or or get those actors to to work together and come up with a a better yeah i, I really liked uh bruce greenwood and his yes i felt like his, he was believable he was oh and i loved when he started going a little nuts towards the end um, <laughs> he's, he's subtle and and effective um what's the who played madeline as the younger Mary Mc- oh as the younger Willa, Willa something Willa Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was great. The, that's the early one with the mom. No, the the yeah. early one is Lulu something. She was great. She well, she was in the haunt the haunting of Hill House. Okay. She's also in a movie called Becky. Have you seen that one? No. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. It's like a home invasion. Her family gets killed, and she's like thirteen or fourteen, and she like takes out all these people. It's basically like a badass kid movie it's where like she home, home but, alone it, with but it is but like with a lot of blood like a lot of blood there's now a Becky too in case you were wondering <laughs> nice um, but yeah super super entertaining but that's I think her name is Lulu Wilson but I, I was sad that they only brought her in for like of the little 20, they're saying she's the young minutes. one in the first yes, episode yes the very that, young okay. one yeah um, I, I, I like Mary McDonnell I, uh, is that what it is Mary, yeah yeah McDonnell, McDonnell. yeah uh, Dances, Dances with, with wolves. wolves. How can sneakers. you not? Dance with a fist. Um, I mean, oh, sneakers. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that movie. R.I.P. Yeah. River Phoenix. So yes. um, I, I was looking ben at... Ben Kingsley. Like, he was great. In that. So <laughs> Mary McDonald and Bruce Robert Greenwood, Redford. I think, are the only ones that are new to Usher. Wait, wait. To who? Mike Flanagan's universe? Yeah. yeah. Multiverse? Who, who? Uh, Mary McDonald yeah. and Bruce Mary McDonald and Bruce Greenwood. I think they're, all, they're okay. the only two that really have not been in anything else. I thought okay. they both were really good they in did, this. But I it was, they it was interesting, too, because they were the main... And it was kind of like, we, we, we got these two new people, and then yeah. we're going to fill them in with everybody I love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I guess, you know, um, you know uh, uh, also... Um, why can't I? Uh, Mark Hamill was also new. I don't think he's been in it. I know. Before. I don't think he has been. Um, but yeah, everybody else really has been part of it. Uh, you were talking about um, Rufus Griswold. Yes. Um, he's been in a lot of of Mike Flanagan stuff in the did, past. Did you look it up? I did, and I was. What is he in? I was. I'm looking at like because he was in Hush. Um, he was in. Was he the bad guy in Hush? Maybe. Um, I love he was that in movie. Midnight Club. 
Um, he was in another Who one, too. Who the hell was he in Men My Club? Uh, I think he's like a side character. Wade Maybe he was like one of the nurses but, or something. But what I've seen him also, he's also in Young Sheldon. He was in like um, Average Joe. He's in a lot of these little who's, sitcoms, who's the, too. Who's the comedian huh. with the monkey in the getaway car? That, <laughs> yes. That kind of reminds me of him. Uh, Dane Cook. Dane Cook, yeah. He, he has oh a, he he no lo- idea where you're going with that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He does look like a like, he no does. Idea what I was like talking an about. older he Dane Cook. Look, yes, similar. It's the monkey. Or Dax <laughs> Shepard. Yes. Well, those two all, looks, Both of those combined. Those, those two all look three of them exactly are the same. The same yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he, it was funny because I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, this guy looks like someone out of a sitcom. He is such a douchey guy. Yeah, such a douchebag. I think he's played that douchey guy in some sitcoms. Yes. <laughs> like a bully in a sitcom. He's yeah. just got that douchey face. <laughs> It's like retching, resting face. bitch face, but for a man. <laughs> right. Douche, douche face. But yeah, he's know. been in a lot of and little so, things. So. And so, spoiler, he's the one that ends up getting bricked into. Oh yeah, finally behind, behind the, the brick. Behind the wall. So you were correct with your whole fortune. My whole, my whole cocktail is Fortuna. Fortunata. 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 For, whatever it is. Right? Yeah. So in that story, in your... The cast of whatever, Amontillado, right? Like yeah. he was, it was the. I'm not going to be able to say the name again. Fortunato, whatever. Fortunato yeah. was the name of the company. He was the one that. No, but in, up, the yeah. story, in the story, like he's the, the one that's bricked away, that and there, so yeah. here's the head of the. Yeah, I felt the like company. I, that was great. That was a great come like full circle. <laughs> yes. That, n- not only that, but because of the story, like it really worked out well that they fit that because in too. it was the cocktail I chose too. Well, yeah. I, I know. Well, and then they brought out Sherry for that episode. <laughs> yes, which was great. All oh, right, because. Was it a, Mont- the- a Montillo or something like that? Yes. He's like, what is this? A Montillo? It was great. That's what it's like a said. Noah pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, it was. It it all worked out well. I mean, everything. That someone went through and did like. I, I bet you there's a board somewhere with like the the little murder <laughs> strings across tying things episode yeah. to episode and sure. back and forth. Because because you know. These are all Edgar Allan short post short stories, and l- like I said before, he does not write three act stories. He writes one act yeah. stories, and so you can't take. One, you, I mean, the fall of the House of Usher is about Madeline and Roderick, and that's it. It doesn't. It has nothing to do with their children. Their no. children, or it, there are no or, children. Or, or not, and or, or the children. story yeah. ends exactly how it ended. She yes. comes up from like the grave, wherever she yep. was buried in the house somewhere, like whatever. Um, they don't. Sh- they the Roderick is thinking, oh, she's not dead. She falls on him, and then he dies. And then as Dupont or whoever the it's not that in in the story, but whoever the guest is runs out narrator. and the house yeah the narrator it's always the narrator <laughs> um, the house splits in the middle and like falls Collapses down on, on top, top of yeah. them. I think so when they it, show up at the beginning, the end. house is already kind of split. It does, but end. it but it collapses. Like so it. that's mm. that's the short story. Okay. So yeah. so it, it even though it felt a little bit contrived at the end when everything oh. kind of collapsed it's like well that's but that's, that's, the, that's story. the source material that's you know, the that's actual okay. story so are they supposed to be twins in, I think in Fall in this, of the House of Usher they were twins in the but actual I, they never they never story. actually okay. they but are in twins this, they, in this they are not because the boy is already two or three okay. when she's a baby okay because because uh, uh, Verna even says something you absorbed yeah. your twin in, in it, pre-birth oh that was Tamerlin was it Tamerlin? Yeah. Oh, God, that's funny. It made me think of a movie we're going to be doing soon with our, our uh, um, 
spouse episodes with uh, Pitch Perfect because nice. there's a there's a <laughs> there's a there's one of the characters in there and it's like I ate my twin in the womb. Yes, <laughs> I was like, what? Yes, <laughs> and so uh, that made me think of that. But yeah, I was like, I was like, well, because it, it was just what What do you think of some of the sexuality? I was this? just gonna say that I was like, can I do a side tangent <laughs> to the weird kids? Talk about Tamerlan and stuff. Some of the, Oh my, yeah, yeah. I mean, what she the was hell. Well, I mean, Edgar Allan Poe had some interesting sexuality. Do you think that's Edgar Allan Poe or do you think that's today's society? I think it's a little bit of both. I was a little upset that... I don't even know. August August Dupont um, was actually much more... He was not a family person in in Edgar Allan Poe's stories. He didn't have enough time for that. I think think at one point he mentions that in this. In the very end. So I think they went a little bit out of their way. I think they went kids. For, For... in this one, I think they went a little bit out of their way to make him homosexual. That, to me, did not match with the source material. But I think a lot of Edgar Allan Poe is very ambiguously sexually unusual. And okay. so the fact that mm. they explored that, I, I just think thought is they were trying fair. to check off all I the think boxes. It's very, no, well, I get that. I think it was very fair. I, and, I, and in the end, I didn't think they went overboard with it. I loved... No, no, but I, I thought... Because, I thought... Okay, there's, there were six kids, right? Mm-hmm. So there was... I thought Tamerlan and her um, sexual things. I thought that was perfect had, for Edgar yeah. and Poe. You had very one that was at least bisexual. You had two... Was there two? Well, okay, so... If we go down to it, we, we start from the beginning. You got Perry. Perry kind of was all over the board. He, it, it, it was kind of assumed he would fuck anything and everything yes. and that walked. Oh, yeah. Um, well, he was just all about the orgy, you know? Yeah. Yes. And, and, so and, and so that's kind of bisexual or whatever. Then yeah. you came up. The next would the next youngest was Well, I think Camille, Camille died next. And she was bisexual. Yes. Because she was, well, I don't, and she was more of kind of like a... Um, trying to think of uh what's the the 50 stage of gray where it's like she's controlling these these... yeah because she's like you will do what i tell you and my my assistant's getting to bed she liked to yeah that's right she was and so she was so bisexual then you had leo she she would have her her, yeah the aids her her assistants would have and they finally revolted on her we're in love like that was (laughs) and she was whatever well but then you got leo who 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 has a gay partner but then he also who's who yeah Leo, Leo. Yes. who then has, but who has a girl blowing him yeah. just so he can get a blowjob while he's playing a video game, which I don't blame yeah. him. But then, so then the next is Vic- Victorine. Victorine. Who's gay. lesbian, yeah. So, I mean, we don't have a straight couple yet. Yeah. Then you get the two. Frederick, I guess. Kind of straight couple. Well, even. even um, Tamerlin. Tamerlin. It's kind of. It's well, she straight, gets off on watching. Yeah, she watching gets off like her husband. She's a cuckold. What's, what's that mean? It means that. She is or he would be? She is. So that means uh, that you like watching your partner have sex with somebody else. But it wasn't even sex. It was like, we're going to have dinner. But we're have, then. But look at. But it leads to sex. So okay. remember, like the video that played when she was uh, launching oh. Goldberg, oh my and God, then they're in the that. bedroom, yeah, right? And she so freaks it's out gonna, and it's gonna the lead to sex. I thought, okay. I thought the cuckold was not in the dominant position where she was in the dominant position. So I thought it was that. That's just me. Uh, cuckolding not... has nothing to do with dominance. Okay, it's literally just 
watching your partner have sex with somebody else. Oh, okay. And, and you not you not getting involved with them. You're just, you just watching. Observe. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do you think this is Mike Flanagan kind of making a observation about the elite and sexuality? I hope in this? so. Kind of. I hope they're all like random weird shit going <laughs> oh, sure. on behind well, closed doors. I think doors. it's fair. Edgar Allan Poe was, you know, he he was he well, had offered ambiguity when it came to his short stories. You had suggestions of homosexuality and oddities, so it, it's a great have, forum to explore that sort yeah. of stuff. You have the stupid money they have. Yeah, you can do all the weird shit and not have it. Like well, you can no cover consequences. That's exactly what it comes down to. Everything that yeah. happened in this was about consequences yeah. it, in the but, very. Yeah. Uh, but I also think I think generationally things are getting more. Well, the, to, um, today it, today it's definitely more. Yeah, about people, the, people are you know it's more yeah, ambiguous. It, ambiguous. That's a better word. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't. I, it, it's, it's definitely it's just not male female marriage. Well, marriage has become something that doesn't make sense to this generation because it does not work. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's so much failure with marriage that I think a lot of. Well, that's also because they wanted it easy, and they and the marriage is hard, and and that's where. Fine. Oh, sure. Fine. But, but that doesn't I, mean I, that's I, not where they are. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But, but, but I don't think. But that's also. I don't think you can. I don't think it's fair for you to be on your high horse and say that. I think. I think this. Oh no! Yeah, I'm saying get off it's your high horse. Yeah. Though, I'm saying it's part uh, of huh? it. I know I'm saying it's part well, of it. I saw the expression on his face. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying. I'm saying that people are expressing both. different things, but also that that marriage is on a downside because people are getting lazy and don't want to work for things anymore. And it's not just marriage; it's it's a lot of other things. I, Everybody I do wants agree. To, I mean, that's part of. What I, I, I think. I th- yeah. I know my my wife was when when she she kind of went through a little bit of a struggle when our kids were in school and. She was in a marriage and people would come, you know, they would almost look down on her because she was in a marriage that was, you know, working. And, and she's like, damn it, I work hard for this. I know you're yeah. people right. are trying to trying to claim that, oh, I'm in a I'm a single I'm a single right. parent. It's like, okay, I get you. it, but you can't <laughs> you can't put me down because I I work hard to yeah, that's, making that's it work. work. Well that's yeah. today's so, society yeah. though, is yeah. to, is if if it's not what you did I'm going to look down on it. And that's, and yeah. that's just, and I get that. To, I get that. Yeah. But I also think we did really good with the first seven episodes of not really seeing a lot of the, the typical stuff that you would consider like pushing on people. And then the very last episode, they threw in all the, like you said, the opiate, opiate addiction. Well, you know, I thought and that then, was And then out. the Trump quote, and then the... Um, the Trump, yeah. <laughs> there was a whole bunch of little <laughs> things that about, they... About shooting going down, like, down... Shooting someone on 4th Street, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there was a lot of it at the very end where I was like, oh, they're just putting it all in, which is fine. I mean, yeah. it, that's there's there's a difference between shoving stuff down people's throat in a, in a you know, oh, I'm going to make a woke movie or whatever, or bringing to light what is really happening and i think they this is more of a bringing to light what is really especially in this context where it's like yeah rich rich get away with a lot of shit yeah well yeah and madeline makes the comment or i think it's madeline or maybe carla where she's like if we just didn't make movies or TV shows for right. one oh, year. Oh, that was the one I was talking for about. For one year. Like, we oh, could be solving there was like six, oh, all these problems. Oh, it was when problems. they were... He was talking to, talking to Mark Hamill. I always, was, yeah. always felt like it was like like, like accusing him of, of cashing in on his Star well, Wars face. It wasn't just... No, but it wasn't... No, she brought up... She that. brought up... It, that's where it started. That's where I was like, oh, shit. I mean, she made a great comment because it was like... It, it all started with that. It was the um, the, the fetish for... 
something and we it, all want more I, yeah sh- it was the I'm, amount of money that I'm we sure spend these, i'm sure it's, like it's so fair good. to assume that these people making making content feel sometimes they have an obligation to throw in some something in their script that that says something like this and so so yeah it's possible that they are well writing making commentary about things but art does that a lot so yes but i also think that madeline at the end was trying to defend herself Mm -hmm. right like so her big speech about like you know they're making us do they want it we're not the bad guys i think she's trying to level it out in her own head mm-hmm. I'm not the bad guy right. yeah. I wasn't killing all these people I'm just giving you what you oh, want oh gosh I liked you know what, what I, mean? I thought it was very insightful what she said and very exposing of her own yeah. you know selfish side I, yeah oh I yeah. thought it was perfect though yeah. because it is it's like and, that it's like I don't put the glass in your hand to make you drink and you know this is Mike <laughs> Flanagan writing this this is all based on Edgar Allan Poe stories. It's not an Edgar Allan Poe story, but I'm sure he's looking at Edgar Allan Poe and some of the stuff he faced in his lifetime and probably saying, you know, Edgar Allan Poe would politically get involved, maybe. Hmm. I, I'm not sure, but but I wonder if, if it's like, I'm going to write this in because that's what Edgar Allan I Poe just, would do. I liked it because I didn't think it was the typical that we get with when you were trying to push an agenda. It wasn't pushing an agenda. It I don't was, think it was pushing an that's agenda. That's what I mean. It yeah. didn't feel like it was where some of some of the shows that we really get really feel yeah. like and you're it's like, a oh, lot. it's quit, too much. Quit throwing it in my face. This yeah. was more just, hey, this is what it is. And 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 that goes for the yeah. whole sexuality and the and the drug use and even that last episode where they brought up the like, hey, if you guys just didn't spend a billion dollars on, you know, this you could cure hunger in this and that, and it was like you're not fucking wrong. Have you yeah. guys watched, either of you watched any of Succession? No, no. It's I mean it's it's about a four, another five, family I think like it's this. Four yeah. seasons or something. It's already done, but it's on HBO and or Max. Sorry, um, and uh, <laughs> still HBO. But it's about yeah. a very wealthy uh, conglomerate family, you know, and, <laughs> and the passing of the passing of the ranks when the 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 the, the head of the family, the patriarch, is is has health concerns mm. and it's like a Rupert Murdoch or Donald Trump or something. Yeah. And his kids are just a fucking Assholes, mess. Yeah. And that's what this reminded me of. Yes. But it's, it's interesting about commentary because it is so, it, the succession is, is steeped in our political commentary because that's what it's about. Yeah. And so I, and I was fascinated, and I think it's a great, great I've show heard to it's watch. Really good from Sometimes everybody. it drives you crazy. Oh, I'd be like, probably so I annoyed. I hate these people, I'd but be so annoyed. but uh, <laughs> but I, I but at the same time, I found it delicious to watch. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so. I want to make one other side tangent uh-huh. note. So Madeline, as a young person, was very ruthless, right? True. Um, but when. Verna is offering them the deal. Her she and Roderick. She seemed to be back out a little bit. She did seem hesitant yeah. about answering. And Roderick was the first one that says, yes, that's a deal. I'm, Madeline I'm, basically I'm says, I don't have any kids. And she's like, this isn't my deal. And I feel like she judged Roderick a little bit right then. She kind of looked at him like, I agree with you. are you yeah. really making this choice? And then she went along with it. Which I felt like for their characters were opposite. Yeah. Right? And especially because Roderick's young self was like a weird, like the cast, right? I felt like that was a weird casting for him. But <laughs> so I, I felt like that was very interesting 
how especially when they flip and she was kind of the driving force in, in killing she, yes um, right she was like more ruthless and then at the end i felt like they had kind of switched again and like it was now her going and making these decisions and him backing out a little bit you know i wonder i wonder if that is the case of like she was thinking more like we didn't need this deal she could have got it done on her own where he was more like i need this deal kind of thing and so i that's actually a really good point yeah because she you know she's ruthless enough on her own like i can do this on my own I don't genius need your yeah well i mean she has that one quote she's like i've been called mad but is mad really just the loftiest f- intelligence which i from, thought was great that's because from a poe book it's a lot that's yeah. a, that's true like some people like the the smartest people are like a little bit crazy right mm-hmm. and so yeah I, that's a good point so i wonder if that's what it was and yeah i i, I did see that too because yeah they really pointed out her face kind of mm-hmm. goes like oh i don't know about mm-hmm. this so yeah that was that was a good point um i there, there's so much of this that is really good and i like that they took you know, we talk about the time shift, like we get, we're, we're, we're talking from the front of, we, we're at the end, but then he's going back and explaining things. And I like how that worked, and I think it worked out really well. So it's kind of like a, a it's all in um, flashbacks. Yeah, yes. I, I thought it was a little tricky. I thought the editing was... Uh, there was some, a few there was like, some parts. Sometimes it didn't quite work, but it's a lot to when you when you you're an editor would have had their hands full. Yeah. I think until we get to together, the very but, end, I think it it's all very easy to tell where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. Um the very end it gets a yeah, little Yeah, the last two episodes, I feel. Yeah. Um yeah, but with the deaths and stuff and it's it's interesting that it goes, you know, youngest to old <laughs> kind of which was really cool. I, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." Um the only thing I didn't understand was timing. Was it like one day, one day, one day. It, that seemed weird and mm. didn't play like, you know, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, my brother just died and stuff like that, but I'm still doing all the, you know, it just seemed really weird. That None was, of them really cared about their siblings. None well, of them I mean, did. Yeah. None <laughs> of them. You're right. Because it all happened like within a week, right? Wasn't that at the beginning? They said, all oh, my, my. All, all six of my kids died in the yeah. last week or two weeks. I, I think it, I think it was like one a day type thing. And you, and you're right. Yeah, because like it was like right after the the first brother died, the the daughter was trying to spin it, and then she goes and does the investigation, and uh-huh. then the next day is like, oh, my brother and sister died, and then he's chasing you know a cat around with a Thor hammer. You know, yes. right? so <laughs> random. Right, yeah. And then, Bo was on this podcast. He was like, "What the fuck?" No, yeah, he, 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 he some so sort of I was like, "I Thor was so cocktail." Jealous. I'm like, "That fucking hammer is boss, dude." <laughs> like, which the only thing I don't like is that if he was a true uh, Thor, uh, you know, um, fan, he would have just thrown it at that cat at the end, and not, <laughs> not chased him. Right. Um, you know, but that's just, right. He know, wouldn't have jumped over the. He would have just. <laughs> <laughs> But that, yeah, it was good. Um, and then, yeah, it just kind of, kind of escalated from that. And like I said, it was just it, you're right. None of them cared about each other. And it yeah. was like the ruthlessness. And you're like, is that what money does? But then again, the dad was the one he even admits. He goes, yeah, I put, I kind of put this all yeah. on them. Like I pitted them against each other from day one. And it's like, <laughs> fuck, did I ever do that to my kids? <laughs> 
I know. <laughs> I know. I, I felt guilty when we were trying. What was it when when Verna comes and makes the deal yes. with them? And and Steve said he'd give up well, his kids. No, just everybody, was, so everybody was, knows. Was, no, he's gonna kill was, off his bloodline there, for fame and fortune. There was a moment in there where we were did. like, I don't know how they're gonna sell this. And I th- I just thought when when he finally agreed. I, I could see where it came from. I, and, and yeah, that's mm-hmm. why you thought that I would mm-hmm. sell off my No, cancer. no, I get this. And I, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what? Sounds if, suspicious. If someone would have came to me when my kids were really, <laughs> okay, really I didn't young. Say, okay, no, this no, is no, 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 talking. no, listen, <laughs> this, I get this because if someone would have come to me when my kids were really, really young, like that one and two-year-old, I probably would have also done that because I, as, as a parent, I'm not the greatest parent. I, I grew in love with my children as I grew I, yeah. If they would have come later on, after I had already... After they established people. I, it would have been harder. But if it was like that early years where they were crying all the time, I'm like, fuck yeah. Well, there's, a, <laughs> there's a couple things. I mean, they were they were drinking. They were drinking. True, so they, true. But, but it was when she kind of said, hey, you want 70 years of crap? Right. Or 40 years of... of prosperity. Yeah, prosperity and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And so that just kind of put it into kind of yeah. terms that I said... I thought, yeah, someone would say, oh, someone would give the go-ahead for that. So Yeah, someone who's yeah. had 50 years yeah. of crap. Okay. I, I wrote down some of the lines. Uh, you know, we talked about the Gucci Caligula. There was the <laughs> Xbox Gadsby. I think that was for, for oh, Napoleon yeah. uh, uh, Leo. Um, yeah, that was funny. But there was one line that, um, that Frederick said when he was talking to, I don't know what he was saying, who he was talking to, but he said, it just... It just shows to go you. You can never really know anyone. And I, I, I heard that. And it's like, it just shows to go you. Does he mean it just goes to show you? Yeah, but you're just saying it awkward. I know, but I looked it up. And apparently this is a line that Mike Flanagan has put in his oh. other series no, before. Shit. Yeah, it, like you'll find it in Midnight Mass, I yeah, believe. And, and, and It I, just shows to go you. It just yeah. shows to go you. That was, that was Frederick, mm. which just... It came out, and I thought, "Is he insane? Is he like?" And, and but then I looked it up. It's like, "Oh no, that's something sometimes people say." But I've, but, I've actually said it. Before. But uh, but did you say it on purpose, or did you say it yeah. because you got twisted? No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but anyway, I thought it that could was, happen. I thought it was interesting that he's he's used that before. I, I loved it also when he was talking to his daughter, and he says, "Why the fuck would you do that?" And then he pauses and he says, "I'm sorry. Why, Why the, the fuck, fuck would, would you, you do, do that, that, sweetheart?" <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I thought that was great. I yeah. did think that was great. And I also have one. This is this is a total aside, but Edgar Allan Poe um, has made an appearance in a movie recently, and this is a movie called The Pale Blue Eyes, which I think you can find on one of the streaming. It's either Netflix or or Max with with Christian Bale and um, Harry Melling st- plays Edgar Allan Poe. This is this. Takes place. It's an old time uh, kind of a murder mystery. Yeah, it's Uh a murder mystery. Um, Harry Melling is uh, Dudley Dursley in uh, in uh, Harry Potter. Yes. When when he was in Harry Potter, he he was a a a pretty chubby kid. kid. He's not anymore. No. He's he's, but Mm -hmm. but he's he he has that countenance that looks exactly like Edgar Allan Poe. He really fit this character. And and Christian Bale plays. Augustus Landor and I thought that was an because it's kind of a, a murder mystery and I thought that was yes. interesting that they called him Augustus, Augustus. Th- yes. thinking that Dupin is uh, mm-hmm. Dupin is um, August 
see so it might yeah. kind of play on that but anyway that's uh the pale blue eye that's another one you could check out on netflix or max or whatever it's not bad yes it's, it's, okay, it's got it's jillian not, it's anderson it's got jillian anderson in it oh, too interesting. she's she's good yeah i'm watching her right now in the sex education uh mm. series which we're in the fourth season the first three are, are really good i'm 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 waiting to, i'm waiting to decide on the fourth season nice. i as as far as the fact that they put an actor in there to play edgar Allan poe it's interesting cuz this series is not it's not t- telling the the stories of edgar Allan poe right. instead it's taking the stories putting them in a big yes. vat, vat shaking them Which up and what? coming up with something that's more Inter- you know, it's, just, it's something new. It's something like that's what he does. That's I what like that. does. Yeah. That's they, what he, so like the haunting of Hill House, right? Is based right. on the haunting, but which it's, is it, it's based on it. Right. It, it, he made it so much better. Mm-hmm. Just like the fall of the House of Usher, like that short story. This is so much better. He did the same that. thing with Midnight Club, trying to take these stories and yeah. make them a backdrop to a, to a bigger. He says they're based on based on the ideas of. And yeah, he's like, this is what happens when I think about this. Where it could go. Yeah, yeah, and that's and, it's good. and that's great so filmmaking. That's the sort of stuff that you want to, especially when we can read those stories. And I recommend it to our audience. Go back. I mean, it doesn't take long to read some no, of these short stories. They're all very short. You know, get a sense of those, and then go watch this series if yeah. you've been listening this long. And you know, you're obviously <laughs> spoiled by now. But, I mean, to but, me, to me, I was thinking it was like this would be good. Watch it. Go back and read them. Then rewatch. Well, it's it's yeah. like we talked about at the beginning of our podcast. What's up with Lenore? You know, she's such a a big part of the Raven poem. Yeah, really and turned out to be nothing. Are you kidding me? With the Nevermore, it the, the, it's so okay. The Nevermore too. In, okay. in the Raven, yeah, let's yeah. go back to the story. What is it? It's tapping, tapping at my door, tapping, tapping, tapping at my chamber door. What's that happening to text him? Scene. Text, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> so she's. Tapping, and then she says, I, I "Never more, never more, yeah. never more, never more." No, I get so that. So she's the and raven. And it plays out, the, you know. No, I get that. But we the, in the beginning we were thinking that the, there was going to be so much more with her. The poem it really itself, didn't though, play out in the show. Sure. Yeah. But the yeah. poem itself is just very simple. It's just someone that's yes. looking. I mean that 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 scene when when Lenore is on at his Laid feet. Out, yeah. mm-hmm. That's the poem. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a it's a ten minute. A raven read. is on the bus. Yeah, and he misses his. Right. Oh, he started. He misses that's his it. girl. So Lenore. I thought I thought it came yeah. across. I agree. Very I agree with that, well. but we also thought she was going to be so much more because there was such a an attachment. But you're right. It uh, it turned out to be subtle things. Yeah. But she was the innocent of the bloodline. Well, I guess well, all the they kids were all were. innocent. Yeah, of the but they had all lived. They had all lived to the they point never where they the crossed. Deal. They never ma- sure they were innocent. Yeah. They never regard, chose. They were all assholes. Oh, I didn't yeah. ever say well, that. It's you know that's a, that's an interesting point because when someone reaches a certain age, you lose your innocence and then you are no longer you, you don't get to qualify as innocent. Whereas no, no, Lenore no, still kind of she she's was definitely pure. still an innocent. Yeah. Well, but it was also her actions. Everything she did yeah. was for someone else. Yes. Everything everybody oh, yeah. else did she, was for themselves. Yeah, there, yes. there can be some kids absolutely. that age that are absolutely and worth, that was in, worthy of. But that was what she had coming to. If any of the adults had ever acted differently, like if if you know, um, Vitrine wouldn't have wouldn't have pushed the the, the thing on the patient, right. or you know, um, she yeah. she would have t- tried to get to hold of her. Although it seemed like she. Felt remorse for her husband at the end. She even said a couple Who? things. Um, Tamerlan. Tamerlan. 
she seemed like she, you know she she's like I miss him and and so she yeah. actually showed oh, I, a little bit but I loved the moments in that episode when she would lose time that the, was a, the yeah, way was, they oh, played that yes, out was so, so effective good. yeah also side tangent what was up with Camille did she have like a thing for built because I think so she kept like watching his videos and like I thought to, I thought you that know, too like, I was like what is happening this is <laughs> weird I, I think yeah it was weird I I think the whole thing was is they were just trying to show. When you have money and you have power and you, you do the oddity thing, you, you're just different. And, you know, yeah. you you don't do what what normal society would say is right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that goes to once you have fame, you never really know who's your friend right, because right. of oh, you or sure. who's your friend because of fame, right? True. But so it's like even with Leo's story where the girl's blowing him at the beginning, because she and she's never like, knows. no, he's never gonna believe. Yeah. yeah, no, you're not sure. Like, and I, let me take a selfie. You promised me a selfie. Like, I thought about that. I was like, so could you be dumb. so famous that like you just go, you want to take a selfie? Blow me first, and someone would. And I'm like, like, yeah, really? Like, is that? Is, I'm like, oh, yes. okay. I, I guarantee you that has happened. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure it has. But I mean, it's it, that's. I mean, I just, I don't know. Maybe I respect myself more than that. Like, I just would never. Like, I go. I, it's a picture of you. I don't. It's not worth that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it just it blows yeah. me away. I think that it that's blows you away. It becomes you a know, control and power. You want to get blowed? <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not saying respect so, and blowjob don't belong in the same I'm not, sentence. I'm not saying if someone said I'll blow you if you take a selfie with me, I wouldn't let them. I'm just saying I don't know if I would be on the hey if I'll blow you if I can take a selfie with you. I don't think there's anybody that important. Oh to no, me. I would definitely never be that person. But <laughs> right. I mean, I could see people being yeah, super I, powerful and being like, "Go ahead." Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I could see, for sure. You could see that. That's why I was like, I was like, just it was so awkward. I was, you know, when I sit back and think, God, is there people that shallow? And, yeah. And this show yes. shows how shallow, and it's and they make the statement that it was the the fame and the money and the no recourses and the no con. Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, consequences. consequences. Yeah. yeah made them that way yeah you know and it's like oof. it's a a statement on our world today that was me hitting the table okay i thought it was some sort of uh sign yeah (laughs) (laughs) um overall what what do you guys think your favorite episode was just in general like if you if you if you could only watch one again which one would you watch i liked uh madeline's uh no i'm sorry uh, Tam- Tamerlane six, yeah, I, the gold bug, and which was interesting because that was the one story that I didn't know. I didn't know okay. gold bug, so I didn't know what was going into it. But I think I think I liked the time, the way the time played around. I liked uh, I, I liked how the the finale played out, even though I expected right, I expected it. It just it was fun, and I and again I like the I, I like the uh, Samantha. Uh, Slowly oh, she's and, great. Um, yeah. Is she's is great in all of his. I almost it's almost series. bad because it's like, oh, I hate that you're so weird and funky because you're so cute and yeah. adorable. But I, you're so yeah. Wacky. She plays it so well. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. being said, I was very satisfied with the finale. So that is not always easy. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, last right, year right. we were like completely well, let down. So Blind Manor, we yeah. were completely let down. Oh. So so I think. <laughs> So I think dumb. I think with Mike Flanagan, it's like every other one so far. Right. He's hit home for me. 
you know, but yeah, oh yeah, this okay. is this is probably the. Uh, I still think haunting is better than this overall. Um, well, what were we talking about with uh, Ryan on uh, imprinting? And well, her. yeah, this idea. Well, no, he had a name for it. The first thing that. I yeah, can, yeah. I can see you're coming up with no, it. No, yeah, I'm trying to think. Of, okay, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's like something what, about the what, chicken or the turkey or the. It's like what breaks your uh, what breaks your cherry. That's what you get stuck on, kind of like the yeah. stuff you see when you're younger. And gosh, yeah, um, there was yeah. Mm-hmm. I, there was I an animal involved. I think. <laughs> I don't want to oh, know. Oh, oh, you're right. I don't want to know. <laughs> Apparently, there's turkeys and chickens. No, I don't, I don't know. What you're know. Oh, yeah, I'll, that's all right. I have to figure it out. I might have to go listen to the episode again. No, but it, uh, yeah. I don't know if that's it. I think it's just it was a, it was a, more concise story that really held all the way yeah. through. Your episode two was your favorite, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. And 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 it wasn't just because there was the nudity and all that. Oh, I did have that question. How do you think they got all those people to like? What kind of flyer do you send out? Like, hey, we're looking for people to just be naked in a rave and. Do Wait, you mean yeah. for casting calls? Yeah. yeah. People... Really? Yes. Well, no, I mean, I'm sure that, that when they're filling out their... their, uh, what, their I was just like, how many naked people what, what, are in What there do they and... call it when you, when you fill... Oh, your... I want to see Application? Application. Yeah, but it's not an application. It's your... For, yes, for acting. Your headshot. I don't know. <laughs> headshot, yeah, or something like that. But I, mean, I it, there's probably a question. Do you do nude scenes? But because oh. it, just just, yes. it was just, yeah. there was a lot. I was just like, yeah, we're going to film this rave where everybody's just naked and making out. Who wants in? <laughs> it was like, me. Yeah. Because there was just so many people. And I was like, oh, and, you know, I, I, I tried to look at everybody because I wanted to see what was all going <laughs> on. And uh, but that wasn't the reason I liked the, the, that episode the best. I just I thought I thought the kill scene to me yeah the kill scene was pretty cool was was new mm-hmm. where some of the others were were like I didn't care for the suicide that was probably my least favorite uh, yeah that um, and the black cat were my two least favorites. the black cat yeah um, I think it kind of that one kind of drug out and seemed really it seemed slow it yeah it just didn't make as much sense um, the I did like the the uh, Ape gorilla, yeah, the murder monkey. in Rue. I like the fact that they incorporated her jumping up on the yes. table. I love kind of in the thing, and then all of a sudden it, it just when she takes the picture and goes fuck, and you just like got it, and I was like, oh, you know. I so, loved when they took the picture, and it yeah, was I liked I liked how that worked out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the episode two was definitely my favorite, and I just kind of like I something about Perry also. He seemed more like a real person than the rest of them. He was just, you know, and maybe it was because he was younger and he was just kind of getting into it. Where the rest, we making cocktails for them too, and we're like, yeah, we do that on our podcast. <laughs> we, could, we could connect with these. Yeah, guy. there was just, I mean, he's also someone that I would hate in real life. Like, it was a person I just, I, I just that attitude. He's he's the youngest kid, and he's just trying to trying to get his father's attention you know yeah like, but it was yeah. also someone like that that when he flipped out over like these special eggs and stuff like that you know yeah. and was going to kill a girl because they might oh here they his. are yeah <laughs> and i was just like that's the kind like that pompousness and stuff yeah. really irritated me um but i also liked his drive there was something about it that just really you know intrigued me and then yeah there was the there's the one shot where he's looking down and i think it's the, it's either his aunt 
or his sister-in-law, whatever it is, or the woman in black. And there's a couple right off to the side. And she just got big old titties. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah! Well, there was that overhead shot, too, when he's, like, waking up. And he's got all the, all the men and girls. women all yeah. around. All and actually, it's and a dude, too. There's I, a dude in there, I know. I was, yeah. I was actually surprised. Like, hey, that's a dick. You don't, <laughs> you don't see dicks that often in, no, in, in, no, in shows. So. It's get, they're getting out there more. What about yeah. you, Alicia? Uh, I think my favorite was the murder in Rue Morgue. Okay. Um, that and the, the finale. Yeah. Um, but I really liked Camille's character. And so it just kind of delved mm. more into her and like her <laughs> fucked up life. And she was just so like bitchy and <laughs> this is the way it is. And her her assistants. Yeah, was... yeah. And they just come up and they're like, we're in love now. We're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> like I just, was I was amusing. cracking up. Yes. <laughs> well, I was like, this is so, so perfect. I didn't, I didn't, and her reaction. I didn't know whose side it was on on that because part of me was like, I get it. That's, you know. But then also I'm like, you signed up for that shit. You know what you were getting into? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Do your job. Well, and then like when she's like, she when she when they first show up and she just goes and like falls flat on the bed, like face yeah. down. She's like, I can't even talk about it until at least I've had like three orgasms. Yeah. And then they're just like standing there and she's like, what's happening? Like all of that. I just right. thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I loved it. Um, side note on the gold bug, that story in this episode had nothing to do with the actual story. Okay. In the story it's like oh. this weird like treasure hunt where he finds a gold yeah. bug and it like leads him to this like very treasure. I read a little bit about about it so afterwards. It, it, it seemed random. more like the yeah, Treasure of Sierra Madre so, or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure how that related other name. than the name. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a good I did like in that episode the uh the time yeah it's like she's talking to the husband and all of a sudden just the keys there or like was, her tea is like they behind had her. they had an interest that was an in, that was an effective uh film technique and very much in that final episode when all the guys were falling out the window oh yeah i thought that was spectacularly that was uh captured yes yeah especially with the with lightning the, like, yes the lightning. and you see those flashes mm-hmm. of bodies that falling was cool. that was really haunting yeah, <laughs> yeah it was very good cool. call yeah definitely good word i i did i um there was something about her treatment of him and all of that that it was hard for me to like. I was like, "Oh God, I want to like you, but you're such a bitch." The Tamerlan. Yeah, yeah. The, and 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 I did like that episode, and and it showed that. Um, I think that was something that people people in general can can understand too, because you work so hard and you give up so much time that you basically just start to lose time. And yeah. that's what they show her doing is, is, is kind of losing time. Um, and then her freak out, that was like, but I mean, it's pushed. We all know, yeah. we, we know that she's pushing it. I just, the, this probably, that episode probably had the funniest moments in it to me. And it's also the, the saddest, funniest moments is, is the, uh, the, the wife in the stand or in that first seat, you know, and she's oh, looking yeah. right at her, but Juno. it's right behind her. Juno just, yeah. when she hits her with the mic stand, I was like, Oh my <laughs> God. It was, it that was, was I, I, I think I laughed out loud a little bit, but then I was also like, Oh no. Well, and just like when Juno thought she was looking at her and yeah. she's like, Oh. I agree. Like, yeah. doesn't know what to say, but trying to like, in- why are you encourage here? her on <laughs> trying to be supportive? Yeah. <laughs> like, especially after oh, they had great. that conversation. If I just wanted to, f- oh my god, right, they treated her family. so poorly. They really like, did. For her, <laughs> it's funny because I I felt bad for her because the way that she was being treated in this, and it made me like, oh my god, I feel bad. <laughs> like, like 
like almost the actor herself like i wonder if they treated her like that on the set too like oh my god this poor woman um but it, like they had to be laughing afterwards it just yeah. it just seems like she's the kind of person that would do that like she she's like no no really treat me bad kind of thing and laugh about it and i love her accent i mean that's just if you look at the six the six you know episodes two through seven when all, all the kids die it's really only about maybe 20 minutes out of each episode where they, they do actually a lot of only other stuff where they focus on yeah. on the and, and and those are what makes those episodes you know when you ask what's your what's your favorite right those are the moments that out. I think of because the other ones all kind of intermingle it's almost like the the story the, the mm-hmm. elongated story through all yeah. eight the episodes um, is is something and so it's harder to distinguish what's what whereas the titles are definitely in reference to those deaths yeah. I think you're right yeah, yeah. The, the the episodes really revolve around the deaths but the overall story carries throughout each one yes. yeah and it's the it's the story from the mother dying and, and them awkward kids like children of the corn style kids <laughs> um, yeah. and then and then the mom just pops up and they're like oh shit okay what do and then yeah. they never dealt they never talk about it yeah. Now, this is also something I'm assuming, I don't know for 100%, and they kind of referenced it a little bit. They were the children of the guy from the... That Her was, boss. Okay. That's what I thought, That's, too. Right. Oh, yeah. Long Longbottom or whatever yeah. his name yeah. is. Um, well, and then Longfellow. Rufus Griswold <laughs> even makes reference. We all know yeah. that you're the kids, and now you're in the mail room. Like, you're a piece of shit. Those guys, you're a laughing I would stock. be like, if, if everybody knew, I'd be like lawsuit right now that's the kind of shit that happened they would own that company right out and they would have had to make the deal um but yeah it was just it was weird how it started and they kind of just they never really talked about the mom after she came back from you know being prematurely buried which apparently is a is a there's a story from poe about that um i read some stuff on um imdb about it and then um you know it starts with that and then it's all the little bits and pieces of them growing up and then mm-hmm. them as young, and then back and forth, and then the 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 court date where he's he goes in, and then his wife oh, doesn't even know, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't sign any. I don't know what you're talking about." Like mm-hmm. the total flip, you're like, "What?" Yeah, and it just oh, it's so it's so clever how they do it because that, through that you're like, "Oh, okay," and you're like, "How did this guy get to here from yeah. there?" And it shows, and it's really good. And then Being we get an Annabelle and. You know, we thought we thought she might be the one behind the bricks because the bells, which was a great, right, a great. Uh, would you call it a red herring? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, it seemed like that. That was yeah, yeah. a possibility because you hear the bell ringing, yeah. and, yeah. which I thought was great that they went and put the Joker or the yeah, I guess it's the, the Jester Jester face Jester, on him. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's so yeah. clever because we saw him in the other ones, and which then we're like, oh, makes sense now. Yeah. Yep, so good. Um, yes, this is this is an incredible series. Uh, you know, I, I I really hope Mike Flanagan keeps this up. I know he's this is his last for Netflix. Or assumingly, presuming it's the last. You know, yeah, in this if he contract. could do if he could do this to Dark Tower, what he you know what he did to Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, in. I'm game. Yeah. Well, now is this? <laughs> but is that taking in? Well, I don't think he would do that because, like with Doctor Sleep and um, Gerald's Game, he was very true to the book yes. yeah gerald's so. game i i thought was great dr sleep i was not a big fan of the book and i didn't i wasn't i didn't enjoy the adaptation very much too but i, gerald's but I felt game, like it was fairly yeah that yeah again true i to think the story. but i don't think he elevated the elevated so material so that's gerald's I mean. game i thought was i was great i liked the book and i liked the, yeah the but adaptation. okay so that's it do you, do you want him to do an 
adaptation or do you want it's, him to no, that's, that's, Stephen King and the Dark Tower I want him to be true to the book it's, okay. but I want it to be good yeah <laughs> but that's so hard because it's so abstract It's and that's where I'm saying it's, that's it's, why it's not hard. easy to <laughs> do a direct translation and and carry you know because it's it's poetic it's 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 bizarre it's it it's not always going to hold up to to a television audience so yeah. you've got to you've got to adapt it somehow and if if that means drawing from other source stephen king source material because and stephen king does that a lot of his other stories draw from the yes. dark tower and and, mm. and you know they, they yes. have shared themes and and sh- shared Things characters and <laughs> yep so It'll yeah. be interesting to see what he does uh, in in Amazon. And he became a character. Stephen King became a character in The Dark Tower, you know, his own <laughs> life. And so <laughs> that's where Mike Flanagan can draw from his own story if he wants to. Oh, okay. To, you know, yeah. Take it that. You know, It'll be interesting he, to see. I mean, if that's what he does, I mean, I'll watch whatever he comes out with. I'm gonna watch until he puts out a true stinker that I'm just like, okay, I can't do this yeah. anymore. But you know, he's got five out now that all. Even even as bad as Midnight Club ended, it was still fun to watch. There was a couple episodes yeah. remote, in there yeah. that was like, there oh my god, that was incredible. So yeah. I, I think you know whatever he's yeah. doing is he, he's he's doing it the right way, and, mm-hmm. and he's he's making his bed, and, and we're all good for it. Right, and and he is doing well. He is involved. He is cast in um, a movie, The Room. Uh, do you guys know that? Yes, with Brie Larson. No, 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 no. no sorry. The room, the 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 Tommy, the, there's a there's a, a cult classic movie by a, a direct. Who was the who was he the the okay shit. <laughs> okay get who your is, shit together Spider Man Spider Man uh, who was the 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 bad guy or the 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 friend to Toby Maguire that oh James bad. Franco James Franco thank you he recently a few years ago directed a movie where he played. Uh, this kind of washed out actor uh-huh. that made a movie called The Room. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. that's a real person. Yes. And they are making the actual movie, The Room, they're trying to make it serious. Mike Flanagan is in that. They've oh already shot it. And uh, they're trying what? to do a serious take on this movie. And oh I, it, I'm so intrigued. <laughs> so I'm sorry that, that kind of came out all really messy, weird. But, but, I but, looked up... Uh, Mike Flanagan real quick just to see what he might be working on and apparently he's doing a thing called A Life of Chuck based on a Stephen King's novella. Right, that's that's a short story from it, it, uh, from a, a, one of his short story collections If It Breeds what, what's, hmm. If It Bleeds Well anyways it's got Tom Hiddleston and Mark Hamill If It Breeds as okay. the top I'm cast oh. so, yeah. Wait, well, who was with Mark Hamill? Who was the uh, other Tom one? Hiddleston Oh, who plays okay. Loki? Yeah, Loki. Uh, so Interesting. That, that, yeah, it's a life-affirming genre-bending story based on Stephen King's novella about three chapters in the life of an ordinary man named Child, Charles Krantz. But what's it? What's the collection of stories called? I if don't it bleeds or if it breeds? I'm just if reading what they breeds? gave me. So, anyways, it looks like he he I'm may like be he may midnight. be going towards. Stephen King, so it looks like that's right, that's I'm in. the. <laughs> I like the Stephen. Nice. If it bleeds, if it bleeds. if it bleeds is a collection of four previously unpublished novellas by American writer Stephen King. It came out in 2020. Oh, okay. So I have not read that. Yeah. Nice. If it breeds, I'm I sorry, know, I that would have like, been a whole different like, take. Yeah, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> well, it's, no, it's today's genre, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> if it breeds. Um, all right. Well, thank you for joining us. That was fun. Um, I look forward to. Uh, you don't even have to tell us what we're going to watch okay. next. I know. I'm kind of excited surprised. not knowing. Um, we'll put that out <laughs> next week um, in our episode 204, and then uh, we'll get into some other fun stuff after that. But this is this has been fun. I, I this was this is one I was looking f- most forward to. All month, and I think it delivered. Yeah, I think it did too. It definitely delivered. (laughs) It's funny too because it was like it was hard to get the time to watch it, but it wasn't because like I can't watch this. It was more like I need to make sure that everybody leaves me alone. There's no (laughs) lights on. There's no phone. There's no dog in your face. And thank you, Alicia, for getting home earlier tonight because (laughs) because if we would have had to do this on Friday, I think it would have been been a little more of a rush. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, with it, that's how we seize it. Hail Caesars. Bye.